0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Alphabet Fly a Marvel journey, where I'll go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is G. S. C. Cooper, and with me today is someone who is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ambrosia. Hi! Well, actually, no. Uh, do, do some plugs and whatnot for Upfront, because you are new.
1: Yeah! Um, so... You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ambrosia underscore Linda and I am on TikTok at comics and cupcakes.
0: Yeah. And and you ha- you also do some comic stuff on on a website and a th- another yeah. thing Yeah.
1: So I'm um, a part of a comic watch group who <coughs> they do uh, so it's comic Uh, uh, watch.com and they are a website that um, do reviews of anime, uh, comics and movies, and then they get to interview some really cool people. Um, I got to interview Torin Grenback uh, who is uh, writing the Mighty Valkyrie run right now.
0: It's very good. It's a very good Uh, run so far. I
1: love that series. I just finished uh, issue 3 and I like it so much. It's so good.
0: We're talking about Kate Neville. Ooh. Do you have an idea who Kate Neville might be? Don't, don't...
1: Actually, I'm not going to Google it, because I have no idea, and I hate saying that I don't know, <laughs> so, but I don't know. That's
0: that's the fun thing about this, is because there's so many minor characters that are real popular, or not popular, yeah. important in 89 specifically, because I'm going through the 89 update, <laughs> so
1: okay okay good so like i'm not gonna be because okay here's the problem about sometimes being a female in the comic book world is that you almost feel like you have to know everything because if not people are going to like gatekeep and call you out on your shit yeah well no it's not it's not being called out it's uh, They're just going to gatekeep no.
0: for no reason. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so anytime I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is, I get like super anxious and nervous. Uh, I'm so no, sorry.
0: Never, never feel that way. I have a good working knowledge base and I'm still really surprised a lot of times because turns out there's literally thousands of Marvel characters
1: that we <laughs> never talk about. Well, I just talked about the Green Llama today. Oh.
0: I don't know off the top of my head what that is.
1: He came out in the 1940s. He was a uh, he it was a young man who, uh, he was from New York, he studied in Tibet to be, oh. uh, he wanted to be a lama, uh, so he was studying Buddhism, and then so he came back to the US to give off his preaching and decided to become a superhero. And so, like, in order for him to, like, gain his powers, he would say, like, this Buddhist mantra. You know...
0: That feels right for the 40s, because um, there's too many characters that are the, that exact same thing. Like, I think uh, the elongated man just, like, ate something and, like, was real good at, like, meditating. It was just like, yo, I can stretch now.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny.
0: Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so Kate Neville, if you were to make someone named Kat- Kate Neville...
1: I would think the first thing that pops into my mind is like Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter.
0: Well, it's 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 a shield person because everyone with a noble name is a shield person
1: or an oh
0: yeah. But yeah, what's 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 she wearing?
1: Um, she looks like Boba Fett. She looks like a a female version of Boba Fett without the helmet.
0: You know what? I very much agree. Um, she, you know what? That that's very like bounty hunter esque. She even has right? like a weird gun.
1: I'm all for it. Yeah,
0: she has weird glasses and uh, very—I want to say '70s hair.
1: Uh, what year did she come out?
0: Well, oh, '89. He said, right? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, okay, we'll get to that in a little bit. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, her real name—get this—Kathleen Neville. What I know. Uh, she's a Kathleen. She's a uh, agent of Shield. Okay. Her identity is publicly known, and she's a citizen of the United States with no arrest or no criminal record. um, No other alias. She has, uh, she lives in uh, Long Island, New York. Well, she was born in Long Island, New York. And her only known relative is Marge Neville. And it doesn't say if it's the relation. So it could be. Just that they're related. Yeah, it could be. I don't know any third
1: cousin, yeah. her grandma. Yeah,
0: normally like they'll put some weird stuff like future, like alternate future son or something like that. But no, she's single, uh, probably because she's a tough broad, you know.
1: Yeah. did you not see her gun? I know. All the boys would be scared. Real
0: tough. She's she's doing she's doing field work in stilettos. I mean, she's real tough.
1: I can't even do that.
0: I don't know. I don't know if you ever seen the TikToks of the people like running in heels.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. I I commend all of them because I would break some ankles.
0: Apparently people do and you're not supposed to run in high heels, but you know, not those. Those are professionals, you know. They're professionally people who run in heels. Yeah, I
1: cannot do that. Yeah. Um
0: now she first showed up in Nick Fury versus uh, Shield, issue number three, in 1988. Okay, so August 1988. Um, I'm sending uh, a link to Comic Vine to you real quick. Oh, cool. Um, and and uh, the cover is one that we had discussed before. It is. I'm going to say real bloated, just all over the place. So, <laughs> so you have. I'm guessing Tony Stark in the back because that's what he looked like. That Mustache. Time. Uh, you have, like, a skull that look kind of like like it's made out of rocks, but also l- lava. Like lava? Like a lava yeah. skull. You have someone on, like, a weird water segue. You have Nick Fury, Dum Dum Dugan.
1: Wait, is that... Who is that? Is that Kathleen on the water segue in the back? Maybe. I don't know. I think so. I think that could be her. It could be. Um, How do I zoom in? Uh... uh yeah. Don't worry, I got this.
0: So, I think Percy Pinkerton is right next to him. No, I think the person on the water segue is uh, Countess uh, Valentina de la Fontaine.
1: Oh, you are a thousand? Yep.
0: <clears throat> Apparently Jimmy Woo is in here. No, it's Jasper oh, Sitwell miss- that's next to... Uh, no, wait, is it Jasper Sitwell? No, it's not. See, there's a... See, okay, here's the thing. With S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, it's hard to tell all of them apart. <laughs>
1: Um, they all just work for Shield. They're all just, they, they're they
0: with the Marvel. I mean, Dum Dum Dugan. You could always find Dum Dum Dugan. You can always. Uh, and I guess the, the hottest one is probably gonna be, uh, Countess uh, Valentina de la Fontaine.
1: Yeah, she has, uh, what, her shoulders are being exposed and everything.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a cover. Apparently Hollywood is involved. They, they're trying to put a lot of stuff on this cover when if you look at any of the other ones they're fairly concise i want to say like these are good covers i would i kind of want to get the books just for the covers
1: do it
0: (laughs) yeah um there's some real okay just just looking at all of these they're pretty good but um but yeah that's when she first showed up but uh kate neville majored at Shield which is Supreme Headquarters International um, Espionage Law Enforcement Division. You know, you don't have to, you can just call it SHIELD and just say, hey, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> they also change it up every once in a while, you know? I think currently it's like, um, is that something Homeland Security. Security. Something, yep. something, something.
1: Well, yeah, they gotta keep everyone on their toes. Yeah.
0: At least when they did Hammer, at least when they did Hammer in the comic books, it's like, I don't know, it just sounds cool. Like, it didn't stand for anything. Like, Osborne was no, just like, oh, it's it's not chilled. Um, Yeah. Now, uh, but yeah, she she majored at the Academy uh, in efficient killing before what? She uh, majored in efficient
1: killing? What? Uh, Wh- I mean, I tried to major that in college, and I got, like, it was frowned upon, so she could major in that. Dang, the 80s were, were a different time period. Yeah.
0: But she was then assigned to uh, Shield Base Tau C, a Class C armory and communication station located in Philadelphia, where she posed as a receptionist for Koff and Crap in- insurance agents, a Shield front. So, oh. yeah, uh, when Base Tau C was infiltrated by Nick Fury and his ally Alex uh, Alex Goodwin Pierce. Neville attempted to capture Fury in an attempt to earn a transfer to a more prestigious position. Despite her failure, she was deemed a perfect candidate for a project codenamed Delta, which offered a repeated life of those deemed worthy of Shield's, of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s counsel and was subjected to the Sacrament of Ending.
1: I feel like she's a character that we like need to bring back. Yeah,
0: she's not- she sounds cool, you know, like one of those tough broads that you heard yeah. about all the
1: time? No, and I think like, what, in um, who was the character that we were introduced to in Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, Countess uh, Fudge, what was her name? No, was it wasn't Countess.
0: Valentina Delafonte? Yes!
1: Yes! That, that's who she reminds me of. She's just a bad butt. So she's
0: No, she's definitely real cool. I, I wonder if and I know this is going to be real, real, uh, unlikely, but I wonder if, uh, Nick Fury and Countess, De- uh, Valentina De La Fontaine will have like a whole, will have like a whole relationship. Like, I, hope in the so, comics.
1: I would love that to be honest. I with would you. too. Also, you know, I, I just want
0: to see Nick Fury. I just want to see Samuel L. Jackson and, uh, just, it's, it's Julia Lurie's Dreyfus. Uh, to like you know i don't know be flirty together that'd be fun that'd be
1: for fun i think it would be hilarious and i think i would add in like some comedy and some romance cuz we don't have like a romantic interest i mean i'm not saying that we need romance in anything but like i think it always just adds in like well yeah it adds in like that extra little like sprinkle of happiness in there um which we have bucky and uh sarah um yeah
0: Now, I know the joke, I know the joke online was uh, Sam was rejecting him, so he had to go for Sarah, but I do really love that whole, that whole relationship. I love how, like, Sam was just like, stop flirting with her, and like, nah, dude, nah. uh, Your nephew's about to have another uncle. Um,
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was good, that was good.
0: And I do love that he did, like, the whitest thing ever for, like, how- How you
1: bring a packaged cake to a- (laughs) cookout.
0: No, okay, if you're gonna do that, bring some fancy, like, macrons or something like that. Like, <laughs> like you bring, like, something, like, real fancy.
1: Right, not not a uh, white, yeah. frosted uh, white cake.
0: No, no, you, you bring something, you bring something. At least make it marble. Yeah, like, come on. Like, you know.
1: <laughs> well, it was funny. So, um, my husband, I am... Um, Hispanic, and so I have, like, a large Hispanic. um, Our get-togethers used to be, like, super big. Uh, And he is white. Uh, And so he didn't know what to expect, but he was smart, and when we for our barbecue, he showed up with, like, uh, this pistachio marshmallow fluff salad thing, and everyone loved it. And so every year, they asked him to, like, bring that again. It turns out, he just bought it from King Supers, like, in their deli, and he just put it in a different bowl. But everyone was convinced that he made it. So, like,
0: I'm not, like, okay. So, for all the for all the white folk out there, if you're gonna go to a cookout that isn't just another white, bunch of white people, all you need to do is, like, just bring some fancy, like, white people food.
1: Yeah. like That's, just bring, that's all you have to do. And everyone is, like, in awe.
0: Yeah, like, bring some fancy white, like, as I said, macrons or proli- prolines are, like, i don't know like even like buck a buckeyes or whatever like that
1: yeah and people literally will think that you are uh like a chef yeah
0: just like just bring fancy white people food that's all that's all (laughs) but
1: a thousand percent yeah
0: but whatever that's i'm tired of giving advice
1: (laughs) what what do you think okay if kathleen showed up to a barbecue what kind of food would you see kathleen i mean we don't or, or should we wait to answer that at the Let, end when we know more about let's her? wait till the end
0: because i have i'm gonna say scathing thing for her to bring because i just know she is a tough broad who doesn't have time most of the time so okay yeah i know that okay so uh after rejecting indoctrination which apparently was a sacrifice the sacrament of the ending which i don't know maybe tell me about the sacrament of the ending book like just a little bit
1: do you you know anything about it no
0: i have a feeling it's i don't know like some sort of indoctrination but like tell me what it is like they 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 will go through every single time you mentioned something about like a minor character like a minor thing well no no a major thing that people should probably know a little bit about they know they don't tell
1: you anything about it but
0: well no no for small, small things they never tell you much about it But for big things, they're just like, yeah, Reed Richards, the leader of Mr. Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four, you know, or whatever. And it was like, go through, and sometimes it'll be like, well, not that limbo, but this limbo. And we'll like take like half a paragraph. I don't, just tell me about the sacrament of the ending.
1: Right. I I wish, when it came to smaller characters, they would go into more detail about things like that, because I think that would make them more less forgettable
0: yeah oh they do in the newer handbooks they're a lot better at putting i would say the format of this of this uh podcast is going to be changing in several months because i have the newer ones and some of them have seven page write-ups of a single character i might have one episode a week (laughs) at that point so i'm gonna play it by ear at that but for now it's three a week but but yeah uh but, so, after rejecting indoctrination, Neville was imprisoned at Delta Base before being transferred to S.H.I.E.L.D.'s orbiting satellite, aided in her escape by Madam Hydra, and joined by a group of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Neville participated in the vanquishing of their captors and the destruction of Delta. Following the disbanding of S.H.I.E.L.D., Neville accompanied S.H.I.E.L.D. to Nova Scotia to work in his private uh, employ. She's since joined the new version of S.H.I.E.L.D. that he organized. And let me tell you, this is a first. She is four, five foot eight and a half. That's the first time they've put a half measurement. I
1: didn't even catch that. Eight and a half. You just just round up. That's so. Fun. Yes, round up, because that's what I do. People ask me, how tall are you? I'm five, two.
0: I, I just say I'm five, seven, but I'm clearly five, six.
1: <laughs> so it's okay. I'm clearly not five
0: two. Yeah. So uh she weighs one thirty. Uh brown eyes. Are you sure she doesn't
1: eye. weigh one thirty and a half?
0: I'm no I don't know.
1: Uh she Cut. she does
0: regular intense exercise. She has no supreme ability, and she's real good. Okay, I just I really wanna know how do you I understand being a skilled being skilled in uh wait, what was the exact thing that she was Okay, sorry she majored in efficient killing but um, but her whole thing is she has a thing what almost every non-superpowered people people does good uh, hand-to-hand combat good marksman uh, good marksman or marks person and she's a highly skilled ta- assassin adept in many techniques of killing yeah. now uh, you know she did get a uh, she did get an A in her class of covertly killing someone and blaming it on someone else so you know.
1: Stop. Does it really say no, that? No. Oh, I was like, oh, no. <laughs>
0: I wish they did that, but no. That
1: would have been hilarious. No, I think that was good. I think we should add that in. Yeah, we definitely should.
0: But I think what she would bring is she would just bring like those like uh like those wafers that like aren't bad. You know what I'm talking about? The wafers with the cream.
1: Yeah, like they have like chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Yeah,
0: yeah she would bring those, and she wouldn't even take them out of the package. She'd be like, <laughs> hey, I, that, I picked this up before I got here.
1: She like, and the thing is, is that she probably wouldn't have even gone to, like, King Supers or, um, Walmart, but she probably went to like the gas station across the street, or better yet, she took them from the person she just assassinated.
0: Yeah, so I think I think she did this very last second, and was just like, "Hey, this is cheap enough."
1: I'm at least showing up. I'm gonna bless them with my presence, and that will be. Yeah, you're welcome. She has
0: to leave in an hour too. She has to exactly. She
1: she has someone else to go murder, and, and she can't. And she can't
0: eat too many heavy things, so she's basically just drinking a little bit. But but like she's having like one watered down beer and a cup of water, and she's leaving. Like
1: oh, see, I was gonna say a shot of whiskey. Eh, Yeah, you know, see,
0: I feel like there's two types of assassins out there. There are ones that, like, do a shot of whiskey, and then there's one that, like, won't have any alcohol at all.
1: I mean, she... Oh, that's true. But she carries that massive gun. She looks like a whiskey.
0: Hmm. Well, hmm. I don't know.
1: I'm gonna have to read these comics now, because I'm invested in her Well, those...
0: No, but the covers, at least, look really good. It has Tony Stark and, and Nick Fury, and they're all going against a, uh... They're all going against a. They're, they call the deal lights. It's basically a bunch of LMDs, okay. uh, like replace. There's. I have a. I have a whole episode where someone talks about them, and not me because I was off not recording for a month, so my friend took over. Oh, no. for a little bit.
1: Well, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that was good. He did a whole thing. I don't know. It. Let's just say LMD got like real religious and basically messed up shield real, real bad. They're like the Della lights, but, uh, but yeah, but that's pretty much it. Uh, do you have anything else to say?
1: Um, no, (laughs) just that, uh, she sounds like a real badass and her hair is really awesome for being in the 80s. Yeah. And she doesn't have any shoulder pads, so she was ahead of her time with fashion.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think her outfit right now, pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, what I guess I'll have you do your plugs again, and then we'll then we'll be done. with This one,
1: okay. Sorry, <laughs> um, I you can find me on TikTok at Comics and Cupcakes, and Instagram and Twitter at Ambrosia underscore Linda, and then I have a podcast called Comic Book History Lessons, and I'm uh part of a Comic Watch group uh, called Comic Watch at ComicWatch.com.
0: Okay. Well, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. I, <gasps> I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called it's Creepy Critters. I, I do it with my my British friend.
1: How cool! Yeah.
0: Um. I. I if you want to support me monetarily, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/AlphabetFlight. If you'd like to uh, look up the characters we're talking about, you can always go to. Uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram and uh, you can also just wait, review, subscribe, all that stuff and maybe tell a friend um, This has been Alphabet Flight and may caunt you, protect you through all of your night travels Good night! Bye!